2: Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware. I'm here with Mum on Zoom. We're back on Zoom, Mum. It pisses me off. Well,
3: it doesn't really, because we wouldn't have this fabulous woman on tonight if we hadn't been on Zoom. That's quite true. Because she's over in Los Angeles and we're in lovely, gloomy London, which is dark at four o'clock now. How are you, Mum? I'm okay. Back on the Pilates at home, exercise Bike watching Tipping Point got all the questions right tonight hoping they'll ask me up there's a celebrity tipping point Jess
2: guys make it happen make Lenny's Christmas wish come true ten
3: thousand pounds
2: darling your only wish
3: for charity
2: all right we'll make that happen
3: oh Jess we just need to tell everybody that we're signing a limited edition number of copies for Christmas of our cookbook
2: yes I forgot about this yes so if you click the link in our bio on Instagram you could be One of the first hundred that can get a personalised signed book. So that will be made out to your mum, your cousin, your lover, your sister, your brother, whoever you fancy. The window cleaner. The window cleaner. Just hit our link in our bio on Instagram. And maybe you'll be one of the first 100. Go. They'll run out like lacquers. So tonight's guest is a very famous singer. She is called Megan Trainer. She came out with a bang. It was probably, uh, what, kind of less than 10 years ago with All About That Bass. And everyone heard it. And she's now a voice judge. She's got a Christmas album out. She's been a Voice UK judge a couple of times. How, how
3: many times has she been a Voice? This UK? is her second season, darling, and
2: she's really loved, isn't she?
3: Yeah, she's
2: very kind, very sweet woman. Well, seeing as mum, you still watch every talent show there is on yeah. TV. <gasps> it's the Master Chef,
3: yeah. Have to record it. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. So, so mum basically watches every talent show, and you love the voice. Love the voice. And you really like Megan, don't you? I love
3: the voice. I love Megan. I love Will. I am. I, in fact, I'd have any of those people on Table Manners.
2: Tom Jones. I remember meeting Megan um, at a really swanky pre Brits drinks thing. I don't know why I was invited. It wasn't even my year for Brits. I was there for the canapes and, and the bit of the schmooze and the picantes because it was in a Soho house. And Megan Trainer was sitting down with her whole family, and she was so warm and so chatty. And we talked about her being on the podcast, and that was kind of nearly a year ago now. And she just seems like such a fun girl. And I really, really liked her. So I'm very happy that we're getting to chat to her. And she's got really happy news. She's just announced that she's pregnant. Well,
3: Let's save the news, Jessie, for her to tell everyone.
2: Well, she's already told it to her 11 million followers on Instagram, but sure. Oh, OK. Um, but yeah, Meghan is coming up. Singer, soon-to-be mother. Let's see if she's a foodie. We're recording. We're recording. <laughs> okay, I'm recording. I'm recording. Yeah? Yes. Okay, amazing. Megan Trainer, you're a little late, but I do forgive you because you've got a lollipop, a Christmas tree, and a gingerbread life-size tree in behind you and a Christmas outfit on.
4: Yes, and I'm pregnant. I had to pee.
2: <laughs> you can't use that as the bloody excuse, Megan yes, Trainor. I, I love you for it, though, you cheeky thing. How are you? How are you feeling?
4: Tired. I'm
3: done. <laughs>
2: I'm tired. I'm
4: How I'm
3: pregnant done. are you?
4: I to- I'm six months pregnant, and I told them, like, hey, I'll do this Christmas album, but I don't want to be Katy Perry going to the day of birth, being like, here's my album. But so far, it's looking like that. <laughs> but luckily i'm doing february so i know i won't be doing christmas in february
2: oh my goodness congratulations thank you we're so excited we're so happy we really are oh man so yeah you've got this album to promote and then you can kind of take a break maybe maybe yeah i
4: know i told them i'm disappearing i'm gonna run away
3: um with my baby
4: (laughs) and i'm not coming back for a minute so um yeah hopefully we can have that time off
3: (laughs) Megan, I'm Jessie's mum, I'm Lenny, and um, I've been dying to meet you, because I'm a big voice devotee. No way! I'm not sure why you didn't pick the, the girl from Wales. Trinity,
4: I know she was so good too. Trinity, that was her name. Trinity, she was amazing. It's so hard, it was impossible. I had to pick on the spot
2: over, like zoom basically so yeah how's that been working out for you because it's yeah you're doing the voice uk but you're in la yes and you're watching it i presume live and and then you so it's almost like you're watching on telly i keep forgetting i'm on camera because i'm like wow what a great show and i'm like oh hey
4: everyone like (laughs) to come back to life but i also have like the crappiest sound in my ear this little thing i'm supposed to hear the whole band and everything and be like that was great man like So it's uh, like, I'm lucky I have somewhat of a good ear to hear it out, but it's definitely weird. It's just too dangerous to fly out there, quarantine for 14 days and then do the show. And I was like, it's too dangerous. What can we figure out? And they said, well, sometimes they do this. And I was like, I'll do it. So, So you're a virtual Megan virtual Megan
3: but I'm so there you with look my... great though I thought now was your hair a little pink on Saturday yes they're all wigs you this see Jess is... I told you
4: it was pink mama's right these are all clip-on wigs like this is fully attached by clips and then this is a hat oh my goodness this is what I need this bang right here is just taped on like I'm a full what do you really look like Megan your hair what do I look like is it short yes i very well i've thin 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 hair i have very thin hair and um so like this is my real hair all this is real
3: it looks gorgeous you look gorgeous
4: i thought your hair looked fab thank you yeah Uh, so the pink wig was like we were feeling it that day let's give the uk a surprise of like i missed you but i'm still feeling great looking awesome so i
2: loved it so what what are you missing about the uk because we met each other in the uk um at some drinks party and you were so sweet and lovely and um but I want to know what what do you love about the UK where do you like to eat
4: um my hotel was wonderful
2: (laughs) oh mom what's that pizza place we die over pizza express (laughs) oh my gosh Megan I've got some bad news are they closing COVID-19 hit pizza express hard and it is no more no. It's Jesse. Not many. It's on Abbeyville Road. Well you you're like your one is like the only one still alive. I swear to god. It's oh, dying no. ahead. Oh, that's the oh,
4: fluffiest best the pizza. So that was across the hotel we stayed at. So we would walk over there If if we got bored of hotel food, but my hotel was like awesome. It was like super fancy. I really like spent all my money there and like lived the best life. (laughs) But I miss I miss mostly um the team, the people. I've done a TV show and it wasn't like this one. This one was like you became best friends with your security guard and like the crew behind the scenes and Ollie Mers is the best and uh, the guys were just so nice to me and. I was like I didn't get to say goodbye. Like we cried every time I had to take my trips there, but I like been bawling cuz we didn't get to say goodbye to them officially. So it's been sad. It was like the best summer camp ever and now it's like sad.
2: <laughs> when I met you, you were with all your family. Your brother was there. Yeah. Your mom and dad were mom. there. <laughs> and I don't I actually don't think your fian- your husband was there maybe. Um I think he was
4: acting. He had a um he had to stay home. Yeah.
2: So but like do you travel as a group all the time yeah. because you work together don't
4: you Yeah we always like and it's always like who can go who's available but for the voice uk i made it like okay we're all going to spend these months in the uk together as a family and i flew them all out and we had the best time and one of my last trips in the uk my dad he was like i'm exhausted i'm an older gentleman i'm going to stay home on this one and i was like i got you and it was terrifying though cuz we got a call in the morning that he got hit by a car So, like, being... Oh, my God. Yeah, he was walking in the streets at night, and he got slammed by a car, but luckily he's okay. He still has back problems from it, but he flew over the car, and he's, like, 72, 3, old, like, older, and, like, he should have snapped his neck. So we were... Just being that far away from your family member and not knowing, like, what's going on was brutal. Like, we immediately got the next flight out, went home, Told the voice like I'm sorry, I have to go. Luckily, I didn't miss anything crazy, but like that was the hardest part, is being that far
2: away. I bet. And uh, you know, I, I, yeah, you're a very close family. I want to know what it was like growing up together. What it was like around the dinner table. What were you eating together? What's a memorable meal? Well, I don't
3: know where were you. Where were you brought up? Where were you born? I was
4: raised on a little island called Nantucket Island.
3: Oh, up in, is it Maine?
4: Yeah, it's like up there. It's in Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts. like Cape Cod, uh, up there, way up there. and Great um,
3: lobster.
4: Great lobster, yes. We always had fish Friday. It's gross. But we always had like really good food. Um, and my parents, I didn't realise what a luxury this was. My parents always had a meal on the table. Breakfast, lunch and dinner, they cooked for us and we always had family meals and that was huge i realize nowadays it's it's hard for parents but my parents worked seven days a week at their jewelry store worked all day long didn't have many employees and they still made it possible so i salute them as being the best parents that was a key for us like being trapped together of like how was your day let's talk um so yeah that that was the best part of growing up with my family we've always been that close and now they still live with me and my parents are four minutes down the street and it's, they're my best friends. I luckily, like people are like, how can you stand being with your mom all day? I'm like, I cry when she leaves and then I FaceTime her every second.
2: That's just like me and you, mom. Yes, yes darling. Apart from with a few more obscenities, but yeah. <laughs> kind of. Um, but what were you eating? What was your, what was your mom, was your mom cooking or your dad?
4: Yeah, mama cooked. Mama loves burning stuff. She loves leaving it on and being like, <laughs> I'll get to it later. But my dad's also an awesome chef. He cooks really good stuff. He would cook, like, shrimp pasta and clam chowder and all the mussels and all that stuff.
3: Is your clam chowder the white or the red one? The white one. But they have a red one in San Francisco, right? Oh, I don't Do know they? but I believe. I, I don't eat a seafood. I red one and a white one. I like both. I, yeah, I'm scared of seafood
4: unless I'm home because I'm like, it's just not going to be as good. I'm not going to bother. I'll get something else. <laughs> so it's like a thing i've learned so where do you live now los angeles yep i'm in los angeles i'm a valley girl um and my two brothers live in my house with me and my husband and my parents live down the street who's cooking thanksgiving dinner that's a great question ma pa i think you should take the wheels on this one um (laughs) i i really i haven't got into cooking for a whole family yet like, I can cook...
2: Get ready, my, Megan, girl. Yeah, like, I can
4: cook for me and my husband, and we've been planning, like, oh, my God, my kid's going to love this recipe and this one. But how my parents take on all of us at once is so impressive to me. I'm not ready for that job.
2: Should I just let you know something, Megan? You'll be like, oh, my kids will love this one, and then you throw, you give it to them, and they throw it on the floor, or they go, yuck, and then okay. you want
3: to throttle them.
2: In my head, they're just going to be like, wow, Mom, you're the best. Yeah, no, no. Get that out of your head. Okay, great. they're gonna eat beige.
4: Oh, I heard you great? gave birth at your house. I did. Did do you, you like it? bag. Did you like
2: you wanna, it? You, are you gonna do? I did. It was it was amazing. My mum thought I was mad to do a home birth, and I and I did it on the second one. I didn't do it on the first one, but yeah, it was a, it was an amazing experience. I loved it. Really, you loved it. Wait, are you good with pain? I mean, look. Um, I think <laughs> all I'm gonna say is like. It's a pain that you know is going somewhere, and the going somewhere is that you get a baby at the end of it yeah. and you forget about the pain so much so that you'll go and have another one. And, like, right. look, I was very, very lucky. I had two really positive births, and I think it can feel really scary. And lots of people don't have such positive births, but I was really, really lucky. And it was, and you, and you, you, it's the most wild ride that you and your husband are going to have. It's just the most crazy time but yeah I mean I don't even remember what the pain felt like I mean I can remember that I felt something but yes at home you don't get any drugs right
4: because of Corona they were saying you can only have one person in and I was like that's not going to work for me I need my mom there too Um, so I was like what if I got everyone tested put a bath in my living room had a party and made a home birth party and because I'm very open like my whole like I pee with the doors open like everyone knows what's going on in my house um, so I was like, what if we do that? And they're all like, you're going to need that epidural. Like there's no way you're going to last the pain. And cause I'm also like a baby with pain. So I was like, okay. And now they're saying you can let one more person in. So I might have, I might go to the hospital and have my mom and Daryl, my husband, but I was kind of into it. I was kind of into the home birth. I looked up a lot about it and I was like, I could do it. If I could do that, I could do anything. You know, it was one of those goals, <laughs> You could do it. You
2: could do it, but equally, I I would have felt a bit scared on my first one to do it. But right? Like, I, you could well. You may as well try and do as much at home, and then go into the hospital later, so you can have still have the party. Right, right, home. right.
4: I also want to do that. I'm like, we're gonna. I'm gonna be that girl that's like, let's go now, and they'll say, go home. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had that on the first one where I was like, I am killing this, and I and they were like, yeah, you're two centimeters dilated. Yeah, go like, home. bye. <laughs> Have you had any cravings,
4: Megan? Nothing weird. I just noticed that I'm like, my whole life, I've been at nighttime, I'm like, yo, I want a box. I want like a giant bowl of popcorn. I want salty crunch. And now I'm like, ooh, I really want a brownie or like Oreos, like sugar. And that's never been me. I'm never like, ooh, ice cream. And now I'm like, I want a tub. And I want like a whole, also like candy. I'm like, I want sugar, I want a whole thing of Gushers right now. But my family, we got gestational diabetes in my family. Like, my mom had it for, like, a month while she was pregnant. And I mentioned that to my doctor, like, oh, it's no thing. She, like, she got it gone. It was great because I had no idea what it was. And they tested me, and they were like, okay, um, your blood sugars are pretty high. Let's, like, let's let's do the long test. Yeah, so I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry I had a Pop-Tart. And they were like, it doesn't work (laughs) like that. But, like, yeah, let's focus on... Like eating the right stuff and working out, and I got so scared. So I, I've like I've learned how to make um, sugar-free everything. So I've been trying to bake more and make like I bought sugar-free candies
2: and (laughs) all that stuff. So I'm really amazed that you. I think you're the only person that's still eating pop tarts.
4: Yo, potas are so good, what are you talking about?
2: I didn't even know they were allowed to exist anymore. Like it's (laughs) pure No wonder you were like on the verge of gestational diabetes. It's pure poison, but yeah. And and I was like, I'm sorry, I
4: had that last week and they're like, it doesn't work like that, like don't bully yourself. And I was like, okay. They're like if it's in your family. It, you're you're most likely going to get it that way. And I was like,
2: OK. Oh, man. But a pot, I remember that smell of the Pop-Tart when it'd be in the toaster and it was kind of that burnt smell and it was very delicious. Oh, it's the kind of Burnt sweet smell. Yes. That's all I want. I want to yeah. dive Megan, into that.
3: is Thanksgiving bigger for you than Christmas for your family? Um, no.
4: Thanksgiving, I always have my Christmas decorations up after Halloween. So Thanksgiving is like the pre-party to Christmas. It's like we all just get together and eat, and that's it, and then we go home. We're debating this year if we even bother doing, like, a big Thanksgiving, or do we save it all for Christmas? Because, like, testing is expensive, and it's a pain, and my little cousins are, like, eight years old. They don't want to get the thing up their nose for one day of hanging out with us, so... I've been like, literally yesterday I was like, should we just like all have our own Thanksgivings and then Christmas we go full out and pay for all the testing? And-
3: What's the situation in LA? Is it still, you've got to wear masks everywhere and no restaurants are yeah, open? But
4: I've noticed some people don't, which is horrific. I don't go to dinners. I haven't gone to a restaurant since before the pandemic. And because I'm fine with being home and post-meeting and it frustrates me when my friends are like, we're going out, but we're staying safe. And I'm like, dude, to eat, you gotta take your mask off. Like to order food, like, I don't know. It's, no one's tested there, no one's safe. Let's just wait another minute. Um, So I've been home ever since. And uh, when I, but I went recently to buy a crib and I was like, I gotta go in person if I'm gonna drop all this money. So I went and I masked up, I wore gloves. I was terrified. I wore a sweatshirt that said, mama, like I am pregnant, get away from me. And I noticed that people, like if they think they're outside, they're like, oh, we're good. So people were walking by me and I was dodging them. Like, what are you doing? Put your mask on. So it's still like up in the air of like, not everyone's focused. So I just was like, okay, we're never going out again. I'll order everything online. What have you been
2: missing? Which restaurants have you been missing? Like, I'm do you know what Cheesecake Factory is? <laughs> oh yes.
3: Yes, yes. I'm not the we fanciest, but I
1: love Factory. I
4: love Cheesecake Factory. I miss also going to the movies and eating like a giant box
2: of dirty popcorn. It's dirty popcorn the one with the butter.
4: Yeah, where you can be like, I want layers of butter, like throughout the thing, and you tell the guy and he's like, I hate you. And I'm like, Yeah, just keep going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's an amazing trick, Megan. That's my trick. So, um, Megan, you are going to a desert island. You are allowed to have a meal before you go to the desert island. Your favorite meal, starter, main, pudding, oh, dessert, and a drink of choice. Forget that you're pregnant, maybe, unless you're having a fantastic time eating at the moment. But, like, what would be your dream meal?
4: I mean, I don't, I'm not even that fancy with all the starters, but, um, Pizza, like starter pizza, meal pizza. These are like slice one, slice two, slice three, <laughs> slice four. Um, dipped in ranch with like, and it's like cheese. I just want cheese pizza. We could start with a bag of, like a whole basket of bread if you want. That's nice too. With butter. Um, and then for dessert, what do I do for dessert, man? Ooh, uh, yeah, like ice a bowl cream. of popcorn. See, I'm like a more of a salty girl, but now I'd be like ice cream or a brownie. I, I'm very simple. I'm very easy to please. I guess that's why I'm not missing restaurants because <laughs> yeah. I'm like I just but want I dirty pizza. you be
3: saying lobster thermidor. No,
4: <laughs> imagine you're like raised tom um, chowder. Like it was too much for me as a kid. They were like, here's a here's a live lobster, boil it alive, and you're like, ah, oh, you know, like that was scarring for me as a kid where's the best pizza in LA I found a place called Fernanda's and it's like like I like New York pizza where it's like that dirty like easy greasy but clean like I don't want to pick it up and it's melting everywhere I don't like that I want it put together I want it ready for me I'm very particular on like like textures so I like Fernanda's a lot that's a good one in LA And your toppings are just
2: cheese, really?
4: Yeah, cheese, pepperoni if I'm feeling crazy. But yeah, I don't do anything
2: extra special. (laughs) With, With Christmas, what will the meal be that you'll be having?
4: For Christmas, we try to... Like, for birthdays, it's always pizza. For Christmas, my dad will cook, like, a ham and, like, a turkey. And he'll lay out all this stuff of, like... Um, mashed potatoes and gravy and and you line up like as my family it's like a buffet and you line up and you get seconds and thirds and it's cold but you're not even mad because you're like it's so good um and then yeah we help we all help with the dishes (laughs) but it's my mom and dad they come over at like 1 p.m and they start cooking all day and it's fun because it's like my house now and I'm like mom what you need you need help you don't okay I'll just lay here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like it's my house. So I'm like, I'm contributing,
2: but I'm not. <laughs> uh, who's Who's the best cook in the house at the moment? Um, You're with your two brothers and See, your husband.
4: my husband is worse with me than me. He's He likes, like, plain. He doesn't like sauces, and I'm like, I need a bunch of dips and sauces on the side. So he can eat a whole bowl of, like, plain broccoli, beans, and healthy stuff all week long. That's what he eats. And, like, he, he barely will put butter in it and salt. He's, he's like, a freak like that. Um, but when he cooks for me, he knows, like, I need it dirty. I need it to taste really good. He can cook me a really good steak. My older brother, um, he's been cooking a lot for himself. He makes himself, like, a nice, beautiful plate with a red glass of wine. And I'll be like, oof, you're an adult. Look at you. So I'm not worried about his future. My younger brother is the king of ordering food, which is a problem. But... He'll figure it out. Like, he knows. I'm like, I need a good chicken finger. He's like, all right, so what you gonna so you're going to do is you're going to pick this place? Like, he knows all the secrets on how to order good food.
2: That's a very good person to have and a handy person to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It's nice. <laughs>
0: Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: I want to know how did you meet your
4: husband? I met him through a friend of ours who's an actress. Her name is Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, she's um, a big actor, she's awesome. Um, but I was like 22 at the time and she was 19 and she was like young and wanted to party and I was like, okay, let's rock. And I told her like, I'm looking for, her. I always told people I switched one day and was like, I want a nice guy, I want a really nice guy. And she was like, well, one of my best friends is like the nicest guy alive. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do a date. And she set up a double date with her and Brooklyn Beckham at the time and then me and Daryl. And I remember I showed up from work, so I looked like glamorous. I had fake lashes, fake hair, and I had a gown on. I was wearing all black and I was cute. And then I walked in and they're in shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> and, and I yelled at Chloe and, I, and like my husband, he looked like a scrub. He had a hole in his shirt. He had a little beard. I was like, okay, but I was like, he's still cute. And then I brought Chloe to the closet and I was like, change your outfit right now. I was like, put on a heel or something. I look ridiculous. (laughs) And she did for me. She was like, fine. (laughs) And then we all went bowling. And he, like, it was the first person since I became famous or, like, knew how to do makeup that came up to me and, like, kissed me romantically. Like, the guys were always, like, afraid of me or intimidated. And I would have to be like, hey, hold still. I'm going to kiss you. And he was the first one that, like like, I... I finally got a strike or something and I was so excited. And he was like, great job. And then he pulled up my chin and then kissed me like so softly and I I was like, wow.
3: Megan, how did your music career start?
4: Oh, I was a baby, I was young. I grew up in a musical family. My dad played the organ at our church every single Sunday, but he also was like a band teacher. So he knew how to play every instrument kind of. And he was a big piano guy, piano player. So I grew up with my alarm clock would be him singing and playing and be like, good morning. And I was like, okay. Um, And then I thought like all, I thought every pop star was in their bedroom writing their songs. And I was like, well, I want to be a pop star. So I got to get on my songwriting. So I was writing songs at like seven years old and I picked up every instrument that I could in sight Like I found a guitar in our closet and I was like, dad, what's this? He's like, oh, that was like a friend of mine. I don't know. And I I was like, can you teach me? And he's like, I only know three chords. And so I went one day and I learned three chords and I wrote a song with it. And was like, here you go. And he was like, oh, God. So I was determined at a very young age. And I just kept doing that. And then I got a songwriting, a publishing deal when I was 17, 18.
3: Did you sing at church?
4: Yeah, I sang at church with my dad. He always loved having, uh, I would always sit next to him while he performed and then every once in a while, I would go up and I would sing my original songs. Or, like, he, went, he would go, hey, Father's Day is coming up. Write me a dad song. And I'd be like, okay. And he's like, and then you're going to sing it in church the next day. And I was like, okay. So he would give me cool little challenges. And he wasn't a songwriter, but he knew, like, if you have 10,000 hours, you're just going to get better and better. And he saw my determination, and he saw like how much I wanted to do this. So he would like push me And for Christmas. He would get me producing t- tools. Like he was like, here's GarageBand. I don't know how to use it, but learn how to produce. And so he helped me be very independent. So anytime I went to a session, I would show everyone off and be like, oh, if you move over, I'll just edit this whole track. And it would freak people out. So I'm very grateful for that.
2: Did um, like with All About That bass, did you write that? Did you co-write it?
4: Yeah, it was me and one guy, Kevin Kadish, and it was the first day meeting him and it was like a 45-minute session and we bonded over being chubby kids and loving doo And so we, we wanted to write like this sassy, fun, like, yo, I'm all about my curves. He had the base, he had the title, all bass, no trouble, And I was like, you know what I say a lot? It's like, yo, I'm all about that. I was like, that's what the kids are saying right now. It's really cool. It's like, yo, I'm all about that. And so we said all about that bass, no treble. And I was like, it could be all about that bass, like booty, no treble, like no chest. And (laughs) and I was like, it could be a fun thing of like, I'm thick there. And then I remember we were like, no one's gonna sing this, no one's gonna cut this. It's like, we wrote it and knew like, we're not gonna make any money today from work, but whatever, let's just have a fun time. And I was like, screw it, I'll sing it. I remember being like, whatever, I'll sing it. And I'll put on this character and this voice and there was no autotune. He was loving how I sounded. And I was like, okay. Did all my duo backgrounds. And then I remember leaving being like, do you like it? And he's like, yeah, do you like it? And I was like, yeah. And then we left. And then it like became its own thing. And it like took me everywhere. Beast. Uh, it was like my least favorite song I had. And I was like scared because I was like, there's no autotune. There's, it's not mixed. It's not. And they were like, master, it. put it out. And I was like. Okay, it's done you okay, darling. It was pretty good. it was a good one to have yeah.
3: <laughs> Megan, do you ever get forced to sing karaoke? Um
4: it's a choice I don't they don't go like get up there you okay, what's your song? I like to go bigger or go home I like to pick beyonce's songs. <laughs> I
2: like um Go big or go home. I love yeah. that. Go
4: big yeah, okay. or go home. I'm gonna tell you that, Jess. <laughs> um I like picking single ladies. It's really fun. It gets the crowd going. Oh,
3: I love that song. Yeah. Jess, we could do a duet of that. We could all do it. We could all do it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh Uh, uh, uh,
4: uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Mom, I'm obsessed with
3: this, Mom. When's your album coming out, Megan? Um, It's okay. Is it out already? It's too soon.
4: I understand. I totally get you. It's October 30th is when all the stores change over. So, like, they start selling Christmas stuff. So, for some reason, that's why all the Christmas albums, like, Dolly dropped in September. Like It was crazy. So, we have to put ours out early. So, I was doing this Christmas album in July and August. Like, it was hot. It was a hot time. Um, and they were like, it's got to be due, it's got to be sent in in August to release it in October. And I was like, anybody else think this is a bit early? And they explained to me, like, you have to do it like this. So, yeah, it's out. It's out and about. There's some gorgeous tunes on there. I listened to it. Thanks for listening to it. A lot of people, like... They don't really listen to it. And they're like, it's great. I'm like, thanks.
2: (laughs) I mean, your voice is, I mean, it makes sense that you're on The Voice and that you've been so successful, but your voice is so distinctive. It's kind of, you can spot your voice from anywhere. Thank you. I mean, it is. And that's what makes you a massive star. But also you are so lovely. And I wish you all the best with this pregnancy. You're nearly, you're, you're nearly there, babes. I'm and the birth- there, dude. It's
4: crazy. Um, yeah, if you... Oh, I told my friend that I'm doing this with you and she literally was screaming. She was so excited. She's your number one fan. I have to tell you, her That's name awesome. is Jojo. She loves you. Um, That's very sweet. Yeah, but you're so cool. And I just... If you have any tips on pushing or giving birth or like my husband's fully ready he knows how what a massacre it's going to look like
2: you're, you're you're thinking negative it's it's going to be it's going to be great oh, you
3: need to get your shot going
2: yeah. oh shut up my <laughs> mum thinks right so I, I I went quite kind of holistic on my approach and not everyone has okay to do okay
4: this is what I want to know like did you do epidural the first time or never no I, she I never didn't.
2: did I did but I remember my mum's best friend, after the first one, I didn't have an epidural. But my mum said, my mum's friend said, if you have a second one, treat yourself, get the epidural. Um, uh, but yes. you you just do what you like. If you want the drugs, take the drugs. If you don't fancy them, don't take them. I'm so
4: torn because my mom didn't do any of them. And she's like, yo, just do it. She's so tough, though. She's like, just do it. You're fine. And then I watched my aunt have two babies and she did the epidural and she still struggled. And I was like, woof. She's also more of a crier than my mom. Like she's bad with pain, but I'm like, am I bad with pain? I think I'm bad with pain.
2: I think you'll be really surprised of how incredible you are in this situation. You will be a superwoman and Daryl will be in awe of you. I'm and, so excited. And you'll be amazed what your body can do. Yeah. Have you chosen the push
3: present yet? The push present? What's that? Oh, babe. Pushing the baby out. You get a big
2: present. Oh, yeah. Daryl.
3: Daryl, the push Daddy. present. Daryl.
0: Ding, ding,
2: ding, Daryl. That's hilarious. I'm going
4: to tell him that. He better not. He's good at gifts, though. He does like the meaningful, good, good ones.
2: Have you done a <laughs> playlist for the birth?
4: No, I have so much to do. Mom, are you writing this down?
2: <laughs> no, to be fair. It all falls at the wayside, babe. I had all Sade. I had Frank Ocean. It was supposed to be you know ambiance like this. And then my daughter came out to a very muted cause the battery had died version of um <laughs> one love, which was lovely. Oh um, that's Bob Marley. Yeah. Very yeah. lovely way to enter the world. That's great. Um, it wasn't it wasn't exactly the song that I thought she was gonna come out to, but it was very good. It was very positive. Everyone was happy. I would choose um, that one. <laughs> um, Megan Trainer, do you have good table manners? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I
4: don't know. Well, it depends. If I'm home alone with my husband, I burp very loud. I guess that's not appropriate. That's okay. We'll let you. Yes,
2: thank you. That's kind of satisfaction.
4: Yeah, it's like, wow, that was so good. Or sometimes they just come out like uncontrollably and they're like, I'm extra gassy since being pregnant. So things are, I'm making noise. Um, so I guess that's my only table manners thing. That's. But my husband's like, wow, good one, babe. You know, he's one of those.
2: <laughs> he sounds great. He loves Daryl. He's the best. Megan, you're lovely. Good luck with the birth. And um, I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I hope you get to be around some of your family.
4: Good luck, Megan. I love you and your mom so much. This is the sweetest duo. <laughs> you're so cute. I wish my mom did this with me. Let's go, mom.
2: Well, our Megan is not a foodie. She
3: loves pizza, though. Loves it. Breakfast, dinner, lunch, starters, mains and dessert.
2: Love you, Megan, but that's got to go down as potentially one of the most disappointing last meals I've ever heard in my life.
3: <laughs> not for her, though, darling.
2: No. Oh, and that's the joy of food. Yeah. It suits people all on different occasions, but pizza will always suit Megan Trainer, whatever the weather. You can't account for taste, can oh, look, you? Pizza's bloody great. I love that she was like, and if I'm feeling a little, you know, crazy, I'll kind of pepperoni. <laughs> pepperoni. <laughs> um, no, we love you, Megan. Thank you for doing table manners. Congratulations with the baby. Good luck for the birth. Good luck with the album. And you better watch out because Lenny Ware is coming for your seat on The Voice. Yep. Okay. So listen, we've had a few emails. We've had lots of emails. Thank you to everybody that emails to us. Rainbow Bagelgate has been really stirring up some high emotion. So we had one from Jono Goodrich. Dear Jesse and Lenny. I'm a massive fan of your podcast. It's been really excellent distractions, surviving lockdown in Melbourne. I want to talk about the rainbow bagel. Well, actually, I don't want to talk about the rainbow bagel, which I will now refer to as it. But feel like it's my duty as a 25 year old Jewish and gay man. (laughs) Lenny, your comment that the adding of nasty colours will require additional kneading is spot on. Can you imagine the tough and rubbery texture this would create? Frankly, I'd rather not. Moreover, purely from an aesthetic point of view, I'm not sure I could so easily reconcile a piece of delicately sliced and vibrant pink smoked salmon on a bed of rainbow gluten. The very thought of it is vile.
3: I agree with you, darling.
2: Second point is that he thinks too many people don't understand that a bagel is merely a bready donut when not boiled properly. Even in Melbourne, where they have a very strong Jewish community, he's seen on occasion bagels that do not have the glossy and firm. I mean, Jono is like well into the bagel. So thank you for all of these. Thank you both continuing to create such a fantastic podcast. And we love you very much, Jono. Now, the next one is called Strange Dreams.
3: Bloody strange too, Jess.
2: Okay, this tickled me. Did it? I knew we'd get on with our listeners. Well, they'd have to get on with us because they'd have to be in dinner parties with us every week. So, hello, Jessie and Lenny. I'm a big fan of the podcast and wanted to share with you a dream I had recently. In my dream, I won a table manners competition for a sleepover with the two of you, you poor cow. Um, Oh, it's Phil, you poor bugger. Bizarrely, the sleepover was three airbeds in a row at the back of some cafe. Lenny was in the middle and myself and Jessie either side (laughs) before going to sleep. Before going to sleep, Lenny asked me if I had ever had a Jewish blessing. I can't even get over this. (laughs) When I replied that I hadn't, she farted in my face and said, you have now. During the night, Lenny got scared and started singing man united songs to cheer herself up in the morning. Jessie wasn 't there, and her bed hadn't been slept in and Lenny said jessie had to leave pop stars don't sleep on the floor. I woke up chuckling to myself, so I thought I had to cheer. that is bizarre you've had too much cheese before sleep Phil in too much table manners podcast. I think you need to take a break from us this is i'm worried for you that you 're having i wouldn 't say that 's a dream I'd say that was a fucking nightmare anyway, you cracked me up, thank you, Phil. Um, Thank you for listening. We will see you next week Um, because we never go away. We never stop. Next week is a big one, I think. We love hearing from you. So please, especially your strange dreams. No. So please drop us an email at hello.
3: No. Yes. No. Yes.
2: Hello at at table.
3: Jessie, I just want to clarify before you go. I don't fart. (laughs) Queens don't fart, darling. (laughs)
2: Um, hello at tablemannerspodcast.com please email in more farting nightmare dreams rainbow bagels whatever you fancy thanks for listening we will see you next week Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams